0: welcome to buckets my name is matt moore and i'm the senior nba writer and this is your daily nba betting episode brought to you by fanduel sportsbook everything we talk about today can be found in the award-winning action network app the best way for you to track your picks you get up the second information where the bets and money are coming in you can follow all sorts of great information get all of our podcasts in there every episode of this podcast is in there our daily show green dot daily getting you the daily betting agendas in there all sorts of great stuff make sure to check it out you can also follow my guest this evening, analytics
1: Caffer, Albert Wynn. Albert, how you doing? I'm good, man. I just got back from New York a couple hours ago, so I was watching Monday Night Football on the plane. It's a, it's nice cashing while you're on 30,000 feet in the air, right? That's the best feeling. I didn't have anything
0: on it, and so I luckily just get to be like, fucking Tom Brady. Also joining me, Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter, at Money. Jay, how you doing tonight?
2: Doing all right, man. Uh, yeah, we live in, we breathe in, so uh, no complaints out of me. Looking forward to talking some NBA with you two guys.
0: All right, so we're going to do our best bets for the Tuesday slate. There are three games, pretty good. I'll say the slate, like the two games that are on national TV are pretty good. This is obviously that trend where uh, they're still, I, I, I will say this, I don't mind how the schedule is kind of getting built, where Tuesdays and Thursdays are really light. And Wednesdays and Fridays are chock full. I like having those. It's more work, I think, from the betting side, because there's a lot of games to delve into. But I like having more options and then having like a night to basically be like, hmm, got like one play, maybe nothing. We'll see how it goes. Uh, We're going to go ahead and we'll start with best bets. So, Albert, analytics capper, give me your best bets for Tuesday.
1: Yeah, I got two plays for both national TV games. The first one is the Lakers are traveling back to Cleveland. LeBron returning back home. Uh, I looked into his props bet. I think this is going to be a really close game throughout. I kind of lean the Lakers here, but I like LeBron over 13 and a half assists plus rebounds. He's been hitting that uh, very well on this road trip, and I think it continues. My second best bet is going to be the late night cap here. I think we're going to get an over game. I think it's going to be a lot of offense. Mavs are playing on the second night of the back to back. Over 223, Mavs Nuggets. All right.
0: Jay Money, you can find in the Action Network app, by the way, a sterling in the last 30 days, 28 and 13 with a plus 14 units at 31% ROI. Jay's been absolutely fucking killing it. So good up for Jay. Uh, Jay, what do you got for me for Tuesday?
2: Yeah, just one play for me. Like you said, only three games, kind of sort of uninspiring slate. But I'm going to rock with the Nuggets here um, in the first quarter. Uh, I know the line isn't out yet, but it should open somewhere around minus one and a half. That's going to be my best bet for Tuesday.
0: All right, so let's start with the late game um, because I've got plays on that too. My best bet for... Tuesday's slate is going to be the Dallas Mavericks. I'm taking them plus five at FanDuel Sportsbook, official sponsor of the podcast. I've also got them plus 170 on the money line. Uh, I'm this open four and a half, so it seems to be moving in the Nuggets direction. I've got no indication that Luke is going to sit on the back-to-back. Obviously, look, I'm going to go ahead and play this. The best thing for you to do as a listener is probably to wait and make sure that the Mavericks are playing everybody. Because... They they travel overnight. They have to file the injury report in the morning. So they may list Luca in the morning as questionable, but they may also just be like, yeah, everybody's fine. And then before the game, be like, yeah, we're giving Luca the night off. Like, there is nothing stopping the Dallas Mavericks from doing that, which, by the way, is a big fucking problem for the NBA that they probably need to sort out, considering, you know, they do want the money that the the revenue from, from gambling produces. This is my thing. If you don't want the money that gambling brings into the league, then you can disregard it. But if you want the money, you probably need to come up with some protocols so that we don't have these type of situations. I'm going to go ahead and take Dallas. Um, so, Jay, let's start here with you. Why do you like the first quarter play on the Nuggets? Beyond the obvious, the Nuggets starters absolutely whip ass.
2: Yeah, well, first off, I was about to say they're the second best team. It's pretty simple, with me here. They're the second best team um in the league in scoring in the first quarter at thirty-two point three points per game uh, in the first quarter, and they're their second best net rating team as well at what plus four point uh plus four point six. So uh, that's what they cover. That's their cover rate in the first um, quarter there. So all I need them to just be up by two points in this one. These two teams played already this season, and obviously those without Jokic and I believe Murray as well. They were down some guys. They got blew out in the first. Those two games were in Dallas got blew out the first game and the second one ended up winning outright as double digit underdogs so with their guys back in here now with the rest of the advantage as well and off two basically uh, dud type of game lackluster type of games I do expect the Nuggets to come out here at least with some sort of emphasis um, this is not one of those games where they let down and playing a lesser team you're going up against the Mavs here so I expect them to come out in the first quarter um, and uh, cover this and be up by two points cover this one and a half.
0: Boy I'm, I'm have a bunch of minds on this so the Nuggets tend to respond in when the, when after after a loss, right? The starters played hard versus New Orleans, the bench got eradicated and then the starters basically lost momentum after the bench gave up a huge lead in the second quarter. And so the the starters were minus 9 in the third and if the starters for Denver have a minus 9 stretch, that's it. It's over. Like good night Gracie. You're never going to survive against any good team. You can't get through with the starters having a minus 9 stint. Dallas's bench isn't awesome, but it's still much better than Denver's. Um, The good news, I think, for you is Malone's rotation has been to go ahead and play Jokic until about the 10-minute mark. So you only got to get through about two minutes of play if they have the lead to get them out of there. Um, The start is interesting. Obviously, Dallas on the back-to-back has got to be part of the component. It's not just back-to-back. It's back-to-back and altitude that adds on top of it. From a purely neutral perspective – I think this play is, is totally good and fine because the what probably happens is the Nuggets come out with more energy, they get a lead, and then the same thing happens that happened versus the Pelicans, which is the second quarter happens, and they they lose that lead. So I think first quarters, if you're going to play Nuggets, I do totally agree that first quarter is absolutely the play. Uh, Albert, let's go to you. Uh, this one's pretty obvious considering that the Denver Nuggets, to uh, quote former co-host of the program Raheem Palmer, now the ringer, can't stop a nosebleed. Those Denver Nuggets, their defense is absolutely fucking terrible. Uh, Why do you like the over in this game specifically, though?
1: Yeah, if you look at their head-to-head matchup, guys, they've been flip-flopping on the over and under the last six games. Uh, um, The last previous game was 98-97. Jay touched on it. Nuggets had a bunch of guys out. One outright in Dallas. Um, So I think this is a great... Uh, overspot kind of bounced back here. The starters are going to be back. Although the Mavericks are on a second night of a back-to-back and they're going to be playing on altitude, they rested their starters the entire fourth quarter tonight. They blew out the sun. So it wasn't it wasn't like a true – or it's not going to be a true back-to-back, if you will. Luca only played like 29 minutes. Again, this is national TV. We talked about this in a previous podcast. That guy shows out on national TV – point blank so if you look at props as well i think luca is a great spot here um but i think both of you guys cash to be honest it makes a lot of sense denver coming out two duds uh, nice bounce back here so they, they should come out strong the first or uh, first quarter but i think the mavericks with their momentum and their great shooting as of late is gonna really potentially cover that plus five for you matt so i like both these are half
0: plays for me, I've got Dallas on a half play unit and the money line of, at uh, a quarter of a unit. And the reason I'm being kind of cautious is one of the reasons I lean towards Dallas is Denver's in not a great place vibes wise. So mm-hmm. they take care of business at home versus the Rockets. After the second win versus the Rockets, Malone, despite a comfortable blowout win, excoriates them in the media. Like he's just like, we don't defend. We played terrible in that second half, blah, blah, blah. When it's like, dude, it was the Rockets at home. They won by 25. You gotta you gotta ease off. So he doesn't do that. They go on an East Coast road trip. So they fly on a Wednesday, they fly to Atlanta. On Friday, they play without Trey Young, without John Collins. They give a horrendous effort and they lose. They come back, they have to fly back to New Orleans. They play in New Orleans on a Sunday early start. They look better. Jokic gives better effort. The starters still look sluggish and they lose again. They had scheduled practice for Monday, which they never do after a game. Since like 2019, they have not had a practice after a ba- after a game, win or lose. They had were scheduled to have practice on Monday morning late. They cancel it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's a lot of questions about the rotation with guys that have been handpicked by a new front office. There are a lot of questions about why they added KCP and Bruce Brown, and they still can't get any stops. So I'm a little concerned about where Denver's at now. The the counter to this is this is usually the spot where everyone's like, oh boy, I don't know, the Duggets may be tipping, and then they go and then they smash a good team and they look awesome. I I, I just think that the number is, I've got this number um, under where it's at right now. I think it's much closer to a pick-em, and that gives value on the Mavericks. But I will just say like, a lot of reasons why I'm a, I'm a little little nervous about which way. I'll say this. I think either way, this is a blowout. I think this is either Dallas by 10 plus or this is Denver by 10 plus. I don't know if that's going to be in the middle. Um, and that kind of leads to the overplay, right? It's like if there's a lot of possessions. It's going to be slow paced because both Denver and the half court with Jokic on the floor, they're playing a little bit faster this year, especially with the bench. But uh, Denver in general with Jokic plays pretty slow, and Dallas plays absolutely glacial. So it's going to be slow pace, but the efficiency should be high. Uh, I don't trust Denver to, or Dallas to get a lot of stops either, and I don't think Denver's can do anything versus Luka. Um, Luka had trouble with their at-the-level coverage where they used to blitz him and put two on him. One, he's gotten better against that coverage, and two, the Nuggets are playing more drop. So your play on the, the Luka prop, I think, sounds right. Uh, so I think, look, hopefully we got three plays on it. We got first quarter Nuggets, Mavericks game and spread, and the over. I think those are the right plays, and I think that's where the money should be. Um, Albert, let's talk about your prop play with LeBron. So obviously all the talk is about Anthony Davis and about how he's just destroying worlds, 55 versus the Wizards, averaging something like 34 and 13 with four stocks over the last nine games. Um, What makes you lean towards a LeBron prop here with AD being the very trendy pick?
1: Yeah, so this is purely a narrative pick um, and also a usage pick because I know, in my opinion, this is going to be a close game. Maybe that late game, Matt, you're right, maybe it could be a blowout. One one team's going to win by 10-plus, but I think this early game is going to be close, and I think there's going to be a lot of uh, defense being played by both teams, to be honest. So I think because of that, LeBron is most likely going to play around 35, 37 minutes. And every time he plays that amount, he's always going to hit this number just because he's a great all-around player. Um, he's averaging about eight rebounds, eight and a half assists. So just monthly average is going to hit that with in terms of assists. But the first point that you mentioned is the main reason why I like LeBron to go off. It's been an Anthony Davis love fest right now. And these are the times where the king is going to come out and remind people, hey, I'm still LeBron James. And he's even though Anthony Davis has been killing it, and given all the flowers to him right now, LeBron James has quietly played really well himself, right? He's averaged 29, 8, and 8 in this month. Previous month was 26, 8, and 6. He's having another, you know, all-star, you know, all-NBA caliber type year, and no one's really talking about him. I think national TV, him back in Cleveland, um, I think it's just a perfect narrative for him to just go off and, Um, so I like the, I like the rebounds and assist prop more than the points prop because, um, Cleveland has a lot of good interior defense. And I think that points prop is going to be difficult to get. I so badly
0: wanted to bet the Lakers in this spot. I really wanted to get the Lakers on the money line. It seems like this is like a good spot to bet them. Uh, I just can't get there from a number perspective. Cleveland's been pretty consistent and they've been pretty consistent versus teams, especially that are not great. And so like this is even if the Lakers are better, they're still not great. I have them above an average team right now. That's been a huge improvement for him. One thing that's weird in this one. Okay. So the, the total on this game uh, is at two twenty four. Mm-hmm. Unders have been really great for the Lakers throughout the regular season, but I noticed this today on cleaning the glass. The Lakers are actually top five in offense the last two weeks and their defense has slid to like 16th. Like they, They've been like the exact opposite team. So I don't know what to expect here. I will say that the Cavs have been the most consistent opponent team total under team in the league. That makes sense because they have the number one defense now. They pass the Bucks for the number one defense in the league, but they've they've also outperformed market expectations as far as the defense. So like I have this projected right around this number, and I'm not going to play it. I'm frustrated because basically all my projections say that I can't make a I can't make a, a bet on this game. Um, because it's too much in the nebulous, but like I lean Lakers and I, I lean a little bit to the under, but Jay, I, I, you know, I know you don't have a play on this one. Do you have any thoughts just on this game in general?
2: Yeah, it's a tough one for me because obviously uh, Jared Allen is questionable here as well and possibly could come back. A lot of numbers could uh, could move based off that. The, obviously the total, the side, uh, maybe even AC's uh, prop play may move there as well. So uh, Jared Allen could possibly throw off everything here. And this is also the first game of a back-to-back for the uh, Lakers as well. Um, I don't think that LeBron or AD are resting this one, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did choose to rest one of them um, and then have the other one the next night in Toronto. So I'll watch this game closely. for. That's what I like to do on the first game of back-to-back I'll watch it closely but um, we know that these old geezers aren't someone's not playing the back-to-back uh in the second half there but yeah, it's a, it's a tough game for it because the Lakers are starting to play a lot better I'm talking about they've covered five of last six won five of the last six I don't want to bet against them Cavs coming off a bad outing as well they only score 81 points versus the Knicks as well so they're coming back home looking for a bounce back uh, it's going to be a really great game for me to watch but obviously I, I'd be waiting on Jared Allen before I make uh, any decision in this game
0: Final game of the night is heat pistons. We don't have a play on it. Then just gonna be really transparent with you. There's I can't find any value on it. Uh I think there's if I had a lean, it'd probably be a little bit towards the the pacers with or the, I'm sorry, the Pistons with this on a back to back for Miami. Wait and see who plays for Miami. When they're whole, they're very good. And when they're not, they're really not. And that's kind of different from how it was last year. Last year they were really good at winning games when guys were missing. Um, We'll see what kind of where they're at, but I lean a little bit towards the Pistons with Killian Hayes. I'm a little skeptical of how I have this power rating, which I have this power rating, like heavy, 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 heavy heat. Matchup says Pistons. So I'm going to stay away from it, but uh, a tricky game, I think. Make sure that you know who's playing. On these back-to-back spots because it's really tough. That's gonna to wrap it up for this episode of our best bets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Thanks for joining us. You can follow Albert on Twitter at Analytics Capper. You can follow Jay and get all of his plays on Twitter at Jay Money Is Money. I'm on Twitter at HP Basketball. I thanks to David for producing this episode. We'll see you guys again tomorrow with another best bets episode. Until then, let's get buckets.